by what the Lord did in this sanctuary today. My God, I'm telling you, the Holy Ghost moved in such a powerful, powerful way this morning. Several people filled with the Holy Ghost in these altars this morning. Chains broken, people delivered in this house. Hey, man, I think we ought to just give God another hand clap of praise for everything he's done in this sanctuary today. Glory to the name of Jesus. Amen. It is so good to have all of our guests in the house of the Lord. We got some brand new guests in the building tonight. Would you help me one more time, Rock Church, make some noise and let all of our guests know how honored we are to have them in the house of the Lord tonight. We're so grateful. We've got, uh, we've got a rule for our first-time guests. And, and I know, I know it's, it's rude to impose rules on your first time guests. You're not supposed to do that, but just pardon me for a moment. It's important and I gotta make sure you're aware. And our rule is simply that you are only a guest for the first five minutes you come in the door. After that, you're just at home. Amen, church. So would you do me a favor, just turn to somebody on your left, somebody on your right, and just tell them welcome home tonight. Come on, church, I need you to help me. Some, they're sitting in front of you. They're behind you. Re jump over the pew if you got to. Tell them, welcome home. Welcome home. Welcome home. Welcome home. My God, how many of you thankful for our music department and our worship teams? Don't they do an incredible job leading us to the presence of the Lord? And my God, Sister Allison. Lord, have mercy. My God. She started singing. I thought, dear Jesus, where she'd been hiding in a corner too long. 
<laughs> Amen. And uh, we're so grateful for everything that God is doing. And um, last week, just so many indescribable miracles taking place. And last week, uh, I, I don't remember, seven, eight, nine people baptized in Jesus' name, filled with the Holy Ghost. Bible study after Bible study after Bible study being taught right now and so many people being discipled and uh, we are how many of you know we don't have a lot of time left come on you haven't got so comfortable in the world that you've lost track of time have you how many of you can just look around and understand that we're living in the last days You'll remember that most theologians believe that Moses spent over a hundred years, or Noah rather, building the Ark of the Covenant, and he had no idea exactly when the rain was going to happen. But there came a moment in time when God spoke to Noah and said, Yet seven days. You've been working all these years, but now there's only seven days. And I believe with all of my heart we're living in that yet seven days. And the Lord is coming. Amen. Amen, somebody. We've got to be about our Father's business. Amen. And the number one purpose of God's people is to worship Him. And number two is to seek and to save that which is lost. Amen. And so we're very grateful for for all that the Lord is doing, and I want to say a great big thank you to everybody that was here yesterday morning lending a hand as we passed out hundreds and hundreds of boxes and, and uh, so many great testimonies already coming out of that. Uh, I'll just share one with you. Um, yesterday uh, afternoon, uh, a lady rolled up in a vehicle, and her and her son and she said, I work with sister, with, she didn't say sister, but she said, I work with Lateria Black. And uh, she told me that they were going to have food here. And so we got to meet her and, and her son, and we got to talking with her. And, and she showed up at church this morning. Amen. And... Um, had an opportunity to talk with her for just a little bit in our VIP room this morning. And she said, uh, she said, I've been, and now God, how many of you know God doesn't, God, God's a God of purpose. He does things on purpose. And she said it's been several months that she has been, felt like God was leading her to something greater than what she has experienced. And, and she said that, uh, she said, Lateria has been talking to me about her church and telling me about her church. And she said, I've just been praying about what God wanted to do in my life. She said, but when I came through that food line yesterday, she said, I could feel the love of these people. That was her testimony. She said, I, I could feel the love of these people. She said, and I told myself, I've got to go to church tomorrow morning. And she came in here this morning, and when I met with her after church, she said, oh, this is what I've been looking for. She said, this is what I've been looking for. 
And that's just one testimony of many uh, that God is doing. And so thank you to everybody that came out. And how many of you know that your witness is not always with the Bible open preaching scriptures to people? Sometimes it's just loving people and living the life in front of them. And so we're grateful for what God is doing. And uh, amen. If you were here this morning, we were tremendously blessed by the ministry of Bishop Raul Alviar Jr. And we're so honored that he's here with us all the way from Campinas, Brazil. And uh, I mentioned it this morning, but I've been connected to this great man for quite some time. And uh, he is, he's just like a brother to me, like a brother to me. And I love him. And uh, God has used him in a very, very unique and powerful way. <clears throat> he's only 26, <clears throat> plus a few years. But he was baptized in Jesus' name at the age of four years old. He received the Holy Ghost. Any four-year-olds here? Any four-year-olds in the building? And he received the Holy Ghost when he was, is there, there's a four-year-old right there. Stand up, baby. Stand up. Stand up. Oh, she's embarrassed. She's raising her hand, though. Just imagine a little Raul Alviar was baptized in Jesus' name, and then he received the Holy Ghost when he was five years old. Any five-year-olds in the building? Five-year-olds in the building? Israel's five years old. CJ's five years old. He was that old when he received the Holy Ghost. And then he started preaching at the age of eight years old. Right here, this guy said, I'm eight. He didn't even wait. He didn't even wait for me to ask the question. Here I am, Lord. Use me. Here I am, Jesus. Yeah. All right. Can you imagine, ladies and gentlemen, give God a hand clap of praise as Brother Raul Alviar Jr. preaches the word of the Lord to us. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, he was eight years old. And he started preaching, and then he started his first church at the age of 14 years old. Any 14-year-olds? All the 14-year-olds like, I ain't starting no church. I ain't standing. Don't make me stand up. 14? Stand up, Brother Malachi. Brother Malachi's 14. God was working in his life, and if I remember the story right, he went to his mom and dad and said, I feel like this is what God's calling me to do. Maybe he'll tell some of the story. I don't know. And they prayed about it and said, all right, well, if God said do it, let's see what happens. And a 14-year-old boy stepped out in faith and obedience to God. And from all of those beginnings, there are now hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people across the country of Brazil and many churches that this man oversees in the country of Brazil. And there is a special anointing on his life and a special touch of faith. And I just thank God that he connects us with amazing ministries and anointings.
that become part of our DNA. Amen. And there's just something amazing about this church and its connectedness to global revival. Global revival. And I thank God that tonight we've got a little bit of Brazil in the house. Some Brazilian anointing. Would you stand to your feet all over this place? I sense that the Lord wants to do something great in this house tonight. Would you lift your hands one more time in the presence of the Lord as Bishop Alviar comes to deliver the word of the Lord to us tonight. Come on, Bishop Alviar, follow the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah, let's just keep praising him. Hallelujah, let's just keep praising him. Oh, we love you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. Vamos alabar a Senhor. Vamos louvar a Deus neste momento. Vamos louvar ao Senhor neste momento. Let's worship the Lord right now. We give Him the praise. We give Him the glory. We give Him the honor, God. There is no one like you. There is no one like you, Jesus. There is no God like you. We praise you. We love you, Lord. Hallelujah. Let's clap our hands one more time to Jesus. Praise God. Well, I feel Jesus in the house. Amen. I was telling my people today after church, several people was calling me and telling me they watched the service and, you know, and they were telling how much they felt the presence of God through the internet watching the service, you know. And I told them, I said, well, Jesus was in the house. <laughs> Woo! How many is glad that Jesus is in the house tonight? He never messes a service. He never comes in too late. He's a right on time God. Hallelujah. How many believe he's a right on time God? Shout hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. You may be seated for just a minute. Uh, I wanted to say one more time, thank you, Pastor uh, Williams, for letting me come. And it's always an honor to be here. And like he was saying, I, I, I was praying for them today, this afternoon, in this church. And I said, Lord, I just want you to touch them. And uh, like I've been friends for them for many years. And I just felt the same way, that he's like a brother to me. And uh, you know what? God connects us with people, you know, in different areas. I fear Florida. I feel the same power the same Jesus hallelujah praise God it's so good to be here tonight and God's going to work miracles in this place I don't know about you but I feel in the Holy Ghost that God is going to work miracles in this place does anybody need a miracle in this building raise your hand and let the Lord see and if you have faith raise your other hand and say I have faith that God you can do it for me today Hallelujah. praise God praise God while you're standing with me Tonight, I would like to read a scripture in the book of Mark, chapter 4. Hallelujah. In verse number 35, I want to say thank you for the hospitality. This is a very friendly church. And this is why revival is happening here. You know, I always tell my people and I teach my church in Brazil, you know, when you go to a place to buy something or a store or a restaurant and you're treated right, you want to go back. 
So that's, that's how it is in the house of God. If people walk in and they find a friendly church, they want to come back to that church. Amen. So this is a very friendly church, and this is why revival is taking place in this uh, city, in this church. Amen. Mark chapter 4, verse number 35, the word of the Lord says, in it, in the same day when the even was come, he said unto them, let us pass over unto the other side. And when they had sent away the multitude, they looked, they took him even as he was in the ship. And there were also with him other little ships. And there arose a great storm. Everybody say a great storm. Of wind and the waters beat into the ship and that it was now full. And it was in the hinder part of the ship, asleep on a pillow. And they wake him and say unto him, Master, carest thou that, that we perish? And he arose and rebuked the wind and said unto the sea, Peace, be still. Somebody say, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. And he said unto them, Why are you so fearful? How is that you have no faith? And they fear exceedingly and said one to another, What manner of man is this, that even the wind and the sea obey him? Hallelujah. Woo. Praise God. If you put your Bibles on your pew right now, let's everybody take a few minutes. Lift up your hands, both hands in the air if you can. Lift up your voices and let's begin to pray as loud as we can pray. Vamos orar todos juntos. Em nome de Jesus, todos irmãos do Brasil também. Everybody that is watching us, hallelujah. Everybody that is in the house, let's pray. place come on proud warriors a, a couple more seconds can we pray a little bit more a little bit more lift up your voice and pray a little bit louder pray a little bit louder to the name of Jesus God we worship you we give you the praise for what you're going to do in this building in the name of Jesus and you may be seated in Jesus name hallelujah amen I want to share a little bit about what God, a little bit more about what God is doing in Brazil. But you know what? I just feel the Holy Ghost in this place. I feel the power of God in the building tonight. Hallelujah. And like I said, miracles are going to happen in this building tonight. Would you shout hallelujah as loud as you can shout and praise the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I want to title this missionary speech today, tonight. Um, there is a miracle in the midst of the storm. There is a miracle in the midst of the storm. I don't know about you, but you know, living for God for 46 years, you know, I have faced some storms. And the Bible said that it, the road is not always going to be easy. But you know what? We have a word from the Lord that every single minute God was going to, he's going to be with us. 
We have a promise. We read in the Bible this morning that the angel of the Lord encampeth around those that fears him. We've got, you know, testimonies. Uh, people could stand up here in this building tonight and testify of miracles that God has given to you. I remember a few years ago, Julia was just a little baby. It was uh, our first, um, it was my family's first time, Julia, and my wife's first time to go to California. And uh, we were uh, crossing the grapevines, the mountains, uh, and a big snow came uh, there, and we were strangled in, 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 uh, in a place, and, and uh, we got a first uh, a hotel room that we could get. Nobody knew where we were at. It was way, very late that night, and, and uh, I only had just a little bit of cash with me, and I told my wife, I said, you know what, if we have to fast, we'll fast, we'll just buy Julia, uh, she was a baby, I said, we'll buy her some baby food, and the next service, that uh, it's going to be uh, in a couple days, everything's going to be all right. Well, you know what, God takes care of his regular customers. Hallelujah. God is a real God. He, is, he never fails. He's always on time. Just like the old song says, he may not come when you want him to come, but he's a right on time God. And hallelujah. So uh, we went to bed, and uh, the next morning uh, we got up, and I uh, put the suitcases in the car, and I went to the desk, and I went to pay, pay for the room. And I, it was just a, a little uh, hotel, motel, and so when I, I looked and gave him the keys, uh, the man, and I said, I, I need to pay for the room. He said, no, the room has been paid for. I said, no, sir, I, I didn't pay for the room. I told him that I was going to play in the morning. He said, no, three o'clock in the morning, a man walked him to, in, the, in the, the reception of the hotel, and he gave me your room number, and he said, I have come to pay for their room. You know what? We didn't know no Nobody, we, nobody knew that we were there, but God knew. And God sent an angel to pay for our room. Let me tell you, there's always going to be a miracle in the midst of the storm. It doesn't matter what you're facing. It doesn't matter what you're going through. God will always speak peace. I said, God will always be peace in the midst of the storm. Somebody shout hallelujah. Somebody shout glory. Somebody clap your hands and magnify the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Going to a little village. Uh, we drove many hours in northeast Brazil in a little a city called Iati in the state of Pernambuco. We went to visit a family that had heard about the apostolic message through the radio program. So they came to the mother church up north, got baptized in Jesus' name, received the Holy Ghost. So now it was our time to go visit a whack a little pickup truck and they had uh, pigs and chickens everything you can think in that truck and it was bumpy uh, dirt roads a lot of holes in the road but you know what they that church that city needed an apostolic church uh, we got there and when we got there it was a very very backland of northeast Brazil and uh, for a long time long time 
time uh, they hadn't had any rain for over two years. And uh, they told me they were so happy. It was me and seven more other uh, young people from the, uh, the North Brazil Church. And they told me, they said, oh, we're so excited that you all are here. They said, but you know what? We haven't had no rain. They're bringing water by trucks from other, uh, other areas. And when we only get uh, enough water for our family, they said, we don't have water for everybody to take showers. And uh, we don't have water for everybody only for food. And we told uh, that family, I said, you know what? Uh, everything's going to be all right. And a young preacher that was with us, uh, a young boy, stood up and he said, you know what? Jesus can send rain to this area. Oh, God can do anything. We serve a God that is a miracle working God. Hallelujah. All that God needs, that's what I always teach. All that God needs to work a miracle is for somebody to have faith. That's all he needs, just a little faith. So we begin to pray, and the young boy said, let's everybody pray. And we got together, and we begin to pray in that yard. Hallelujah, with that family. And the other, the people from the village, they were all devil worshipers and idol God worshipers. They would come by, and they would make fun of us. And they said, we have prayed to our gods for rain, and they haven't sent rain. And they call us in Brazil, crentes. That means believers. And they said it's not going to be the Krentis God, the believer's God, uh, that is going to send rain to this village. Well, they didn't know the kind of God they were messing with. They didn't know the kind of church they were messing with. Hallelujah. In the midst of the storm, God will bring you a miracle. In the midst of your problem, in the midst of your situation, God will step in and God will say, peace be still. And the devil has to lose ground and the devil has to go and the devil will be defeated and God is going to give you another testimony. Hallelujah. Woo. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. So we begin to pray. An hour went by. An hour and a half went by. Uh, Pastor Randy Williams, two hours went by. Nothing happened. You know, sometimes God tests our faith. And he wants to see how, you know, so so how, you know, so how far we can go trusting in him. And we prayed for over two hours and 40 minutes. And when it was over two hours and 40 minutes of prayer, me, the Holy Ghost was moving. God had filled the rest of that family with the Holy Ghost. We were, this was outside in a little yard, uh, their yard. And God was moving, and all of the sun, guess what? Clouds begin to come in. And God began to send clouds, and clouds began to come in. Hallelujah. Praise God. And after the prayer meeting, uh, after the day was over, God sent rain to that village. And because of that miracle, today stands a one God, Jesus' name, apostolic church in that city. I'm telling somebody in the Holy Ghost tonight, it's time for you to stop looking at the giant. It's time for you to stop looking at your problem. It's time, come on, somebody shout yes. It's time for you to stop hearing the devil's voice. If God is on my side, who can be against me? Hallelujah. If God is on your
your side. There is no devil in hell. There is nothing that can prevail against the church of the living God. Somebody stand to your feet. Somebody clap your hands. Somebody shout hallelujah. Somebody shout glory. Somebody stomp the devil's head. Somebody praise God. Somebody shout for your miracle right now. There's going to be a miracle in the midst of the storm. We're going to worship God for what he's going to do in Fort Myers Rock Church in just a little bit. I feel that there's going to be visible miracles. Well, does anybody believe? Uh, does anybody really believe that there can be visible miracles happening in this building right now? Honey, it's happening right now. While you begin to worship God, while you begin to praise God, while you begin to magnify the name of Jesus, you know what God's doing? God is sending orders to his angels. God is sending orders to the invisible citizens of heaven. Say, go to Fort Myers Rock Church. He called my children is worshiping me. My children is believing in miracles. And they are going to take place tonight. Only for the believers, lift up your hands and praise him as loud as you can praise him. Only for the believers. Come on, pray a little bit louder. Pray a little bit louder. I want to hear every believer in the house praying as loud as you can pray. here. Come on. I need some more travelers. I need some more prayer warriors. Come on. Pray as loud as you can pray. Pray as loud as you can pray. Pray as loud as you can pray. Kidney problem in the name of Jesus. Come on. Heart problem in the name of Jesus. Come on. Cancer can go away. Tumor can disappear to the power of the name of Jesus. Just a few weeks ago, hallelujah, at Arch Campinas Church, and uh, God was moving just like here in this church, and, and the Holy Ghost spoke through prophecy, and the Lord said, if you get out in the aisle and worship me in a dance, I'm going to give miracles to people in this building tonight. We had a little lady in our church by the name of Sister Adriana. She had a tumor the size of a lemon on top of her foot. She could not wear uh, different types of shoes. It was big. It was it was very, and it was bothering her. It was giving her pain. She, she was going to have surgery. But you know what? Who was the first one to be in the aisles? She got a hanky on one hand and she began to dance before the Lord. And she began to worship God. And she began to magnify the name of Jesus. You know what? Nothing happened during service. Because God doesn't work the way we want him to work. 
but he's a right on time God. I feel the Holy Ghost. Woo, hallelujah. We're old fashioned like this church, and God began to move. And you know what happened the next morning? She got up, she began to clean her house, wash the dishes, clean the kitchen, and then she was tired. And then Pastor Williams, she went to sit down on the sofa. She said, I'm just going to rest a little bit. And when she would sit, down on the sofa and she crossed her legs and she looked at her feet. There was nothing there. The tumor had disappeared from the last night to the other morning. I'm here to tell you if you just begin to worship God and the Holy Ghost, something is going to explode like you've never seen before. Miracles are going to take place like you've never seen before. Deliverance will take place like you've never seen before. You may be worshiping God for a backslider. You may be worshiping God for your mama, for your daddy. Go ahead and praise. You, need, you have somebody that needs a miracle, begin to praise God for them. Begin to worship God for them. Not only for you, but for your family, for your children, for your marriage. For your church, for your city, for your family. Pray, 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 pray. Pray, miracles is about to take place. Maybe you don't understand. This, maybe this is your first time to be in a Pentecostal church. And maybe you don't understand everything that goes on. But let me tell you, everything that's happening is in the Bible. Everything that we preach is in the Bible. The Bible said these signs shall follow them that believe in my name. What is the name? Jesus. They shall lay hands upon the sick and they shall recover. They shall cast out devils in the name of Jesus. If they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. You know why? There is still authority and power in the name of Jesus. Oh, go ahead and praise him. Go ahead, worshipers. Go ahead, prayer warriors. Pray as loud as you can pray right now. Go ahead. Go ahead. And, and, and this kind of worship comes to the, hallelujah, it goes to heaven like a sound, hallelujah, to God's ears. Oh, come on. God loves this kind of prayer. God loves this kind of worship. God loves this kind of travailing. You know what's going on? Somebody's getting in the Holy Ghost. Somebody's walking in the supernatural. Somebody's saying, hey. God, I don't know what's going to happen, but one thing I know, if you're in the ship, everything's going to be all right. Your ship probably be turning. Your ship probably, the water is coming inside. And when you look up to the other side, you don't see an answer. You don't see the healing. You don't see the victory. Well, God is trying to tell Rock Church of Fort Myers, here I am again. I'm, I'm speaking peace. I'm speaking peace to your storm.
Somebody pray as loud as you can pray. Everybody that has the Holy Ghost, pray until you speak in tongues. Pray until you get in the Holy Ghost right now. In the name of Jesus, we lose. Reviving this city like never before. This is a praying church, God. This is a, a worshiping church, God. They've been evangelizing, knocking on doors. God, they've been sowing the seed. God, now we're asking you to come down and begin to show miracles. Begin to show, show signs to your people. Louva Deus, igreja no Brasil. Louva Deus, os irmãos que estão me assistindo no Brasil. Deus está curando. Worship God, everybody. You that are watching us right now, God can give you a miracle right now through the YouTube, through Facebook. There is no limit to God. There is no distance to God. We're the ones that limit God. We're the ones that doubt Come on, it's it's here, it's here. You know what we're what what is happening? I'll tell you what's happening. While we're praying, God is breaking chains. While we're worshiping, God is going into our homes. God is going to your villages. God is going to your area. God is going to other countries right now. And God is breaking chains. There's no way. Come on, proud warrior. All that we need to do is believe. Come on, come on, come on. Come on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There's people in this house already receiving miracles. There are people in this building already receiving healings. You're going to testify. God is going to change the report of the doctors. God is changing the report of the lawyers. God is changing the situation right now. Come on, worshipers. Come on, believers. There's going to be a miracle in the midst of the storm. God is uh, God is giving financial miracles to people in this building right now. He Come on, come on, come on. Hey, he will supply. He will give you a, a better job. They will increase your payment. Come on, come on. God hasn't called you to be the tail. God called you to be the head. Come on. God's people are to be the most blessed people in the world. Hey, Deus está te abençoando nesse momento. Deus está te abençoando nesse momento. Deus está abrindo portas.
hurt us. Neste momento, God has opened doors. I feel the Holy Ghost. There's going to be testimonies that people are coming to their pastor in the next few, next few days and weeks of miracles that are taking place right now. Some of you don't even know the miracle that is taking place. You know why? Because God is bringing peace in the midst of the storm. I know there's people who are already drunk in the Holy Ghost. There's already faith. There's a high faith in the building right now. Yeah, just bring the chairs out and open the chairs. Uh, facing the, uh, the altar. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's according to how, how much you want. It's according to how much faith you have. It's according to how much, how, how desperate you are for a miracle. Hallelujah. Are you desperate enough to walk in by faith? Are you desperate enough to get Get out of your normal. And step in the supernatural and say, God, I'm desperate. I'm ready. I'm willing. Whatever I need to do to receive my miracle, I am ready. Space them out. Space them out. Give them a lot of space. Face in the altar. Face in the altar. Face in the altar. Yeah, that way. He Give about, yeah, that's it, about two or three feet away from each other. Hula bakaya, the Holy Ghost is here. Holy Ghost is here. Hila bakasha torobo kotala baha. Hila bahaya. Anda yarada bakatala la bosata yarada baha. Hallelujah. It's according to your faith, the storm is going to have a cease. God's going to say, hey, peace, be still. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. My daughter is the only girl in her school, was the only girl in her school that's an apostolic girl. Now, you know, uh, we have holiness like y'all do, and we teach our little girls from the beginning to wear skirts. And the uniform, now you've got to understand, <clears throat> the uniform in the school was pants and shorts. So Julia was the only girl from the beginning. That was the, we signed it papers that we could, she could only go to school if she would wear a skirt. So after she started growing up and getting a little bit uh, uh, older, when she went to the eighth grade, the principal of the school called me in the office and he said, Pastor, from now, from next year on, Julia now, she's a little girl now and a grown girl. And uh, next year, she's going to ha have to wear pants. I said, no, sir. She has never wear pants in her life. I said, and it's not going to be now that she's going to wear pants. He looked at me, he said, well, she can't study in our school. I said, well, we'll see. 
you have to look at eyeball, eyeball to the devil. I'm not laying down my convictions for you, devil. It's not because everybody's changing that I'm going to change. No, 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 no. I'm not going to change. I know the kind of God that I serve. Hallelujah. Well, before the, 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 after, before it was all said and done, he said, okay, we'll let her wear a skirt. Well, the following year, it was like hell to Julia. The girls would mock her and, and make fun. They made uh, music and songs uh, with bad words. And, and, uh, I told, and many times Julia would come home crying, saying, Daddy, I just can't do this anymore. I said, baby, just be strong. The storm is going to pass. Before you see the rainbow, there's going to have to be a storm. Before you see the miracle, there's going to be have to there's going to have to be a little struggle. I feel the Holy Ghost. Somebody's fighting in the Holy Ghost right now. Somebody's hallelujah believing. There's a spiritual warfare going on right now. You know why? Because God has sent His angels and they're fighting against the principalities of hell. And you know what's going on? We're going to win because we're on the winning side. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. <laughs> and I said, Julia, just pray. Be faithful to God. Be a prayer warrior. Be a worshiper. Everything's going to be all right. Well, the city uh, made a very large sound, town, 1.2 million people. If all the other neighboring cities, about 3 million people. And they uh, had a, a thing that they wanted a representative from 12 schools uh, in, the, in the city hall. Well, they chose, and one of the schools was Julia schools. And they had a vote for one, one a student per school. Well, guess who won? The girl that wore a skirt. <laughs> she went to the school, uh, to the city hall. She represented God. You know, God honored her. And all those little girls that was making fun, they came apologizing to her, weeping, say, I'm sorry. We have given you so much trouble. One of them the other week, uh, the other day, came to Julia and said, Julia, I, I don't know what you have. She said, but I want what you have. I want to go to your church since them ate. People, eight students from her Julia school has received the baptism of the Holy Ghost. We baptize some of them in Jesus' name. I'm telling you, don't give up. The storm will pass by. God will give you a miracle in the midst of the storm. But you've got to be faithful. You've got to be strong. You've got to keep praying. This is what we're going to do right now. I know there's not many chairs, but there's a lot of faith in the building. 
everybody that needs a miracle, run and sit in a chair. Find you a chair. I know there's not plenty of chairs, but we're just going to rotate. Is that okay? Hallelujah. 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 And this is what we're going to do. The Lord spoke to me a couple years ago. He said, you want to see more miracles? I was asking God. I said, God, I want to see more miracles. He said, well, you want to see more miracles? Preach more about it. Preach more about it. So that's what I've been doing. I've been preaching about miracles. And we've been seeing miracles. God is going to work miracles for people that are sitting in this chair. It's not because you're sitting in the chair. But you're just walking by faith. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And the miracles, testimonies are going to take place right now. I want you to lift up your hands. I want every person in this building to pray. I want you to stretch your uh, hands to where we're the ones that are, 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 are set in the chairs. If I can get somebody on the music. Hallelujah. We're going to sing Holy Ghost song right now. Holy Ghost is going to fall. Hallelujah. It's already falling. Miracles are going to take place. I need all the men. I need the prayer warriors to start laying hands on the people that are sitting in the chair. And as soon as you receive your miracle, as soon as you feel like God has given you your miracle, I want you to get up from your chair and begin to worship God and give somebody else an opportunity to sit in the chair and receive that miracle. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, one, two, three, go, 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 pray as loud as you can pray. It's raining on the inside. The storm will pass by. The storm is going to pass by. He's going to be, speak peace in the midst of the storm.